the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Lundy, God bless live lines. That's all I got to say. And in one of the best live teams to bet on, no doubt, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. <laughs> what they did last night was almost too predictable, right? They get blown out of the building in the first half against BYU, and BYU was shooting like a completely unsustainable 70% from distance and like 71% from the field. And I said to myself, there, there's no way they can maintain this blistering pace. Um, so the second half started, and I started firing off live line after live line after live line. At one point, the Zags, with about five minutes ago, were plus 180, down seven, to win the game straight up, fired off on that. And it is astonishing what they were able to do, end up winning by 10, and damn near covered the entire line, Lundy. Oh, I love the Zags. When you just sit back and watch a team like that, and it's one of those, like, you're just cruising along, you're cruising along, but you know that they can just step on the gas pedal at any point any in time. Moment, any moment. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was scary. And, yeah, to see them nearly get to the covering point, despite what was going on in the second half, very impressive. Yeah, look, uh, we got tons of conference tournament action uh, with the Power Six kids getting underway. And, and I got a couple of longer shots uh, for our audience out there. If you want to fire off a ticket and see if you can capture lightning in a bottle, let's go to the Big East. And I think Providence at 35-1 to 1 is worth a ticket uh, to get the auto berth in that league, which is kind of open right now. I, I think UConn, bar none, the best team in this conference as it currently stands and a team likely going to be on the seven seed line maybe climb as high as the number six seed you do not want to see the huskies in your region but the friars have been playing outstanding basketball over the last month the fourth best team in, in overall efficiency during that span inside the big east the defense is really tightened up giving it up to 0.890 points per possession over that span and just 25.4 percent along the arc now they are on the UConn side of the bracket. So if they can handle DePaul today, they knock off the Huskies, I think they're going to take it because I am not impressed with Villanova post the Colin Gillespie injury. So Providence, 35-1, to 1, why the hell not? And then go to the Big 12. How about Oklahoma State at 8-1? to 1? Uh, You know, we heard the huge news yesterday about the Kansas Jayhawks and Dave McCormick is going to be out due to contact tracing. Hopefully he'll be back for the NCAA tournament. But Oklahoma State uh, has been, you know, white hot here over the last uh, six games. Number 39 in the country in offensive efficiency. Number 49 in the country in defensive efficiency during that span. Uh, They have to play West Virginia in their opening game. A team they just beat without Cade Cunningham. And it sounds like Cunningham's going to be back from that ankle injury. And then they got to take on Baylor. So similar to Providence, they're going to have to take down the top dog uh, in that conference tournament in order to cut down the nets in the end and at eight to one and how well they're playing with or without Kate Cunningham it seems like uh they're worth a ticket and then going to the Mountain West uh you know San Diego State a heavy favorite there a plus 125 according to DraftKings Sportsbook but I still love CSU Colorado State and the Rammies at plus 370 just because their ability to shoot the three if they can get uh, you know, white hot uh, from outside over a decent stretch of games here. They got a shot to pull the lever and score jackpot there in Vegas in the Mountain West Conference Tournament. So there you go. Some long shots across the board. 
uh, with a lot of these power conferences ramping up as we are barreling toward Selection Sunday. And look, if you want to get on that action, if you want to get on the NBA, which is restarting here, uh, I believe tonight or tomorrow, uh, NHL, it is a hump day hockey edition of the pod. Lundy's going to have his parlay plate. He's going to work in a player prop as well. You need to do all that stuff at DraftKings Sportsbook. And March, uh, the biggest tournament is finally here. Uh, We do not know who will be cutting down the nets in the end, but we know there's going to be no shortage of madness. And DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet four bucks on any underdog and win $250 if they win. It's that simple. Turning $4 into $256 is 64 to 1 odds. Every dollar you bet could turn into 64 Dollars. That's right, baby. That's all you got to do. Bet on that underdog. Turn four bucks into two hundred and fifty-six dollars uh, right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. Because here, here's what you got to do: download the DK Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn four dollars into two hundred and fifty-six dollars. If the underdog of your choosing pulls off a stunner, that's code FTN to turn four dollars into two hundred and fifty-six dollars for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. On this hope day edition of the pod, let's get to it with the Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lundy. As you know, uh, Fade the Huskies was a thing for a while on this broadcast. And then Washington started playing some respectable ball. And, you know, the, the ATS trend doesn't necessarily support my viewpoint with this selection because Washington is 5-2 and two ATS in their last seven. But I'm fading them again. I think the Huskies got to morph into chihuahuas against the Utah Utes in the opening round of the Pac-12 Conference Tournament. So I'm going to lay the 7.5 here. Uh, in the regular season, these two teams split 76-62 way back in December. It was actually the first game of the year for Washington and Utah. Utah took that one. And then the Huskies returned the favor in Seattle, 83-79. to uh, But look, like Chihuahuas, uh, the Huskies are fearful, shaky, and a perfect handbag accessory. Uh, and I think Utah's just going to pluck them and carry them uh, wherever they want in this game, last eight contests, Washington number 255 in the nation and points per possession scored at 0.966. Uh, they have a permeable zone overall. That's great news for Brandon Carlson, the seven-footer for the Utes, who went for 18-5 and five in the last meeting. And Utah, though middling, Impact well play their last eight games. They're netting 54.3% inside the arc, 36.7% outside of it, and the D respectable at 0.998. I think it's a 10-plus point win for Larry K's club. So give me the Utes, minus 7.5 against UW. Fade or follow. The Utes have got to keep their hands to themselves, though, Brad. That's the thing that's going to have to happen. You go back to that last game when Washington pulled off the victory. They made it to the free throw line 10 more times in that game. They also shot 50% from outside the arc. The trick with Washington is they made it to the free throw line. The problem is they couldn't make them. Uh, They they only shot 59% from the line in that game. So, look, if Utah can keep Washington off the line, don't give them those freebie opportunities, even if the Huskies are going to miss them that often. At least don't send them to the line. Uh, If that can happen, and then, yes, Utah takes care of business and rolls as the seventh seed in the Pac-12 tournament. We're running with the Utes. 
number four. All right, let's go to the Big Ten uh, and the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Let's talk about a fall from grace and falling hard from like a 100-story building and that rooftop and splattering on the ground at the Golden Gophers. Uh, they're going up against Northwestern. Uh, and I'm going to go with the Wildcats at minus two and a half. Meow! Uh, what's really strange about Northwestern season, they started off hot in Big Ten play. I believe they started off 3-0, and uh, and then they lost every game in between, well, except for the last three, in which they you know, bookended it with a 3-0 and stretch. And one of those victories was against Minnesota uh, as well. I, and I, I think Northwestern, you know, this last month, uh, they've uh, shown much improvement defensively, giving up just 0.926 points per possession. They have minimal size, but so does Minnesota. And I think they're going to be able to hang tough and live and die by the three with Adige and Bowie and Cop. Over 40% of the Wildcat shots come from along the arc. You look at Minnesota, dead last in overall efficiency inside Big Ten action uh, during that stretch. Number 203 in the country, Lundy, and adjusted offensive efficiency again over that last 30 days. They get slammed on the glass. They're terrible inside, offensively and defensively. And listen to this, too. They're giving up 42% along the perimeter. Uh, over that eight-game stretch. Uh, plus, Minnesota, Goldie, uh, not exactly golden when it comes to covering the spread over their last seven ETS. So give me Northwestern, Chris Collins' boys, minus two and a half. Fade or follow. You know, I was talking about free throws in the last game. I got to bring it up again. Look at the matchup when Northwestern took care of them. Northwestern went to the line 27 times wow. uh, and then made 22 of those for a nice 81.5% clip. So, again, if Minnesota is trying to play catch up, if they're not playing smart defense, if they're sending the Wildcats to the line, Northwestern will make you pay. So I like this. I especially like it at only two and a half because I think it could be, you know, it could be a close game. But I think you're looking at Northwestern pulling it out late, maybe even at the aforementioned into free throw line that that's where they get it done so two and a half points i'll take it purple power with northwestern number three all right it's time for our monkeyknifefight.com monkey knife fight player prop of the day we're going to focus on the ice in the nhl which i know nothing about so i'm going to tee up lundy here in a moment but go to monkeyknifefight.com have an mkf in good time uh it's just player props over or under on all the favorite lines that you know and favorite players uh that you cherish as well you stream together in packs two all the way up to six the more you hit on the more or less the over the under the more cash just stuff it in your pockets right now at monkeyknifefight.com and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN to get a free $5 game on the house as a new user. Lundy, drop the puck, amigo. Who are you liking tonight? Let's talk about a member of the Ottawa Senators, Brad, a team that started off the year 2-11 and 1. Yuck. Whoa. But since then, they have managed to go 7 and 6. They have turned things around. They're starting to do better with their lines, especially on the top 2. Let's talk about left winger Brady Kachuk. His over under on shots on goal, 3 and a half. I am shocked that this number is only at 3 and a half. This is a guy that will pepper the net with shots, and in fact, over the course of the 5 games he has played against Edmonton, and that is the opponent for tonight. He has 23 shots on goal in the course of the five games. And in his last nine games, regardless of opponent, he's only gone under this number twice. So look for Kachuk to pepper the net tonight and get the over on three and a half shots on goal. Well, you know me. I only know like three hockey players ever. It's like Wayne Gretzky, Sidney Crosby, and Keith Kachuk. So it's another Kachuk. I'm in. 
That's all he. <laughs> that's all he had to give me. I don't know why I know Kachucks, uh, but for some reason I do. So that's a great call. Uh, our monkey knife fight player prop of the day. Drop a puck with another Kachuk. Number two. All right, let's go back to the college hardwood and let's talk some ACC round two action and. It's Notre Dame and North Carolina. Notre Dame wanted a buzzer beater uh, against Wake Forest, and Wake Forest was out of mind, out of body offensively in that game. So it was really stunning that the Irish were able to come back and steal that win. Now they get North Carolina, and they're drawing seven. And you know what? I'm going to back Mike Bray's boys in this one. Yes, Carolina's playing much better the last seven games, uh, and really their last 11 games against the spread. They're 7-4 and four over that stretch. But when these two teams met back in early January in Chapel Hill, it was a one-point victory for the Heels. In that game, Notre Dame dropped 11 triples in Hub Lazuski. He had a combined 39 of Notre Dame's 65 points, though the Heels uh, absolutely bloody them on the offensive glass with 22 second chance opportunities. Carolina's three point D much improved here the last seven games, giving up just 29.4%. Uh, and North Carolina, too, uh, the last seven games. So-so defensively inside, giving up 1.085 points per possession. The threes must fall. It is imperative for Notre Dame to compete. Over 43% of their shots come from along the arc. It's one of those TYGs, Lundy. Trust your gut. I think those three balls will splash through the cylinder more often than not, which will keep this thing nice, tidy, and close. Give me the Irish. Plus seven against UNC. Fade or follow. This is another one where I was surprised by the number, Brad. I actually would have expected UNC to be the favorite, but not necessarily by this many no. points. So yeah, I'm yeah. gonna lean. I'm gonna lean with the Irish with this one. Um, again, got to make the threes and got to continue to take care of the ball. Notre Dame does a good job on offense. They don't turn it over very often. Under 16% of their possessions. So they've got to continue that as they get into the second round. But if they can do both of those things, they'll keep this close. And who knows? Maybe a little sprinkle on the money line Ooh. for an upset. Spicy! Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, let's take it the ACC because uh, I think we're contractually obligated uh, just due to my relationship with ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM to talk anything about Duke. Uh, you know, Duke's completely irrelevant. They really are. I mean, they the only way the Blue Devils are going to make the NCAA tournament is if they win the whole enchilada and secure the automatic berth in the ACC tournament. Uh, I don't see that happening, but they could get one step closer today against Louisville. I'm going to take the Dukies, baby, minus two and a half against the Cardinals. Now, uh, Louisville swept them in the regular season, 70-65 to 65 in the first matchup, and then inside Cameron Indoor in overtime, 80-73. to 73. Uh, the story of that second game was all about the Cardinals' ability to crash the glass and generate second-chance opportunities, and they punished Duke as well at the free-throw line, which seems to be a theme of today's podcast, Lundy. Uh, Carly Jones was absolutely brilliant in that contest with 25 points. But you look at Duke, last seven games, number three in the ACC in overall efficiency, netting 1.181 points per possession on offense. is actually number 14 in the country during that span, while giving up a respectable 0.952 points per possession. They're scoring over 57% inside the arc on their shots. So, you know, inside, it's going to be the dribble drives off the bounce with Stewart. 
Uh, Matthew Hurt going out there and drilling that mid-range, which he does consistently. And Mark Williams as well being a true rim protector and a a big rebounder in this contest. Got to prevent a lot of those second-chance opportunities. Uh, It's so hard to beat a team three times in a year, and and I don't think Louisville's going to pull off the hat trick here. So give me Duke minus 2.5 at what should be the best matchup of the day across all of the conference tournaments. Fade or follow. Well, I'll go with a five for five here on the follow, but it's because of what you just said. I think it's tough to beat a team three times in in one year. We're watching this a lot. You know, we were talking about the hump day hockey. We're watching this a lot in hockey because they're playing these games in clusters against the teams. And so sometimes you got to watch that trend to say, okay, fine. We've seen what's happened the first two times. Now these guys are matching up again. What happens in the third? I think that happens here. The other thing, look for Louisville, uh, or excuse me, look for Duke to continue to move the ball really well. Brad saw a great stat last three games for Duke assists on 63.3% of their fuel goals. Louisville, by the way, over that same stretch of three games, only 42.3%. So Mm. Duke is moving the ball. They're starting to look like what you would think a Duke team would look like if it hadn't been such an odd season. So I think they continue to go one step further. Like you said, they got to do the whole thing if they want to be dancing in a couple of weeks. But I don't think they're going to do it, but I think they can at least get past the Cardinals this afternoon yeah plus they already played a game in which they were very impressive against boston college and normally you know you go from that uh incredible efforts build up the momentum and you can carry it over into the next round we see it in conference tournament action we see in the ncaa tournament all the time and that could be an advantageous position that duke is in and that is a wrap on this edition of the fade the noise podcast please follow lundy on twitter at nate lundy follow me on twitter as well at noisy huevos drop us a rating and a review would you kindly and don't forget sign up now pre-order it our nc tournament scouting guide it's just seven dollars and 99 cents That's it. A full breakdown with projections, player to watch, strengths, weaknesses of every NCAA tournament participant this year only at FTNBets.com. I cannot wait for people to see this thing, and it's definitely going to be worth the $7.99. So pre-order that today, FTNBets.com slash pricing. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.